0: The NFL preseason goes into full swing this week, and what are the expectations now for the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen after the two sides came to terms on a massive contract extension and takeaways from the incredible weekend at the Pro Football Hall of Fame where not one, but two classes were enshrined in Canton, Ohio. It's all coming up on this edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. (laughs) Podcast Network, your team every
1: day. You are locked on NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fire it up.
0: It is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Wherever you find podcasts and, of course, now on YouTube, please go subscribe to our channel. If you're watching, thank you. Hit it with a like. Hit us with the alerts so you don't miss any of the daily content coming from the Locked On NFL Podcast busy show. This one brought to you by our friends over at Peacock and Williamson, the flagship NFL show on the Locked On Network, which features NFL analyst Brian Peacock and, of course, NFL scout, former NFL scout, Matt Williamson breaking down everything that's going on around the league, Monday through Friday, whether it's the latest news, insight on every team, every game, and every move. Get your picks, your news, and insight around the league. From Peacock and Williamson, subscribe wherever you find podcasts, so, coming up today, Matt Williamson from Peacock and Williamson was in Canton. He was at the Pro Football Hall of Fame for the Hall of Fame game, watching the Pittsburgh Steelers beat up on the Dallas Cowboys 16-3. to He also got to watch the two latest classes get enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Some takeaways from the weekend with Matt Williamson, the co-host of Peacock and Williamson, also Joe Marino. He's going to break down what the expectations are now for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills after Allen signed a record-breaking contract on Friday. And there were a pair of other big-time extensions that went down over the weekend. We're going to talk to Kyle Krabs about the Xavier Howard restructure. And we're going to get into the Darius Leonard record-breaking contract for the inside linebacker of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, And I'll give you a full rundown of which preseason action you can expect as we really kicked things up, actually kicked things into overdrive for the NFL preseason. But it was an awesome weekend. Some powerful speeches as we got to watch some of our favorite players from of all time. But most recently, of course, you had uh, a lot of players that uh, got their bus, got their gold jackets in Canton, Ohio. You had the class of 2020. Of course, they didn't get their opportunity to speak uh, during the pandemic. So we got to see Bill Cower the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach. We got to see guys like uh, Jimmy Johnson. We got to see Steve, or not, we didn't get to see Steve Sable. Uh, obviously, he passed away, but of course, NFL films just changed the way we watched the game. Former NFL commissioner Paul Tagliabu, Troy Palamalu, one of the greatest safeties to play the game and kind of changed the way that the position was approached and drafted and, and fielded. And we had the 2021 class, Pate Manning, uh, Charles Woodson John Lynch Calvin Johnson uh, just some incredible talented players that were enshrined over the weekend in Canton Ohio we're going to talk as I said to Matt Williamson some takeaways from the weekend it was it was back to Canton and it's it's fun to celebrate the game uh you know one that you and I all love um, also over the weekend we had some big time extensions go down not just the Josh Allen deal that happened on Friday. But uh, we had Darius Leonard, the all-pro linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts, come to terms on a blockbuster five-year, $99.25 million contract extension. Multiple sources have it. If you're watching on YouTube, it's the rap sheet tweet with the details. He gets $20 million per year over the first three years. Deal, uh, you know, gives him $52.5 million guaranteed. And Darius Leonard has done nothing but, you know, play at an extremely high level, coming to the Colts as a second-round pick at a South Carolina State. Not South Carolina, South Carolina State. Darius Leonard getting it done and uh, piggybacking uh, the big-time contract that Fred Warner, the inside linebacker position, uh, got just a couple weeks ago for the San Francisco 49ers. That wasn't the only extension. It was Zavian Howard who was unhappy. He felt uh, like he wasn't being respected from his organization, the Miami Dolphins. They avoided disaster as they are team with big-time expectations. And Zavian Howard, uh, arguably the best player on that roster, he felt uh, slighted that he wasn't even the highest-paid corner in the cornerback room. Byron Jones gets, had that distinction, but now Zavian Howard, uh, Ian Rappaport, once again, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the details of that deal, but he'll get the full amount for 2022, $12.975 million, an injury guaranteed uh, with conversion to fully guaranteed the first day of the league year. With more on this deal, our guy who covers the Dolphins for Locked On Fins and, of course, covers the NFL Draft for Draft Dudes. He's uh, a guy who's going to join us later in the show, Joe Marino's co-host. For Draft Dudes, it's Kyle Krabs.
1: This is Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins. And crisis has been averted in South Florida. The Dolphins are entering into the 2021 season expecting to compete, but it would have been hard to accomplish that had they lost their best player, All-Pros cornerback Xavier Howard. Howard, at the beginning of camp, officially and publicly requested a trade, citing that he did not feel as though the Dolphins were dealing with him and his concerns with his contract in good faith. And then a minor ankle injury kept Howard out of practice for the course of the past week, which caused even further speculation about if he and the Dolphins were going to be able to come to common ground. But sure enough, on Saturday, Howard strapped up for practice just days before the Dolphins' first trip of the 2021 season, a road trip to Chicago that features not just a preseason game, but multiple joint practices with the Bears. And then before Sunday's practice, it was announced That the Dolphins and Howard had agreed upon a restructure, or as Brian Flores worded it, a renegotiation of the contract that he signed in 2019, giving him incentives in 2021 and more guaranteed money, including a full salary guarantee on the first day of the 2022 calendar year to help Howard ensure he has a little bit more long-term stability and gets financially compensated coming off of a 10-interception season.
0: 17 picks since 2018 for Xavier Howard. Just an incredible number. And uh, look, he's not going anywhere. He's not leaving South Beach. He's not going to leave that uh, talented group, uh, defensive group, for the Miami Dolphins as they look to punch their tickets the postseason after missing out despite winning double-digit games in 2020. We do get to see our first action from the Miami Dolphins. Actually, let's take a look uh, as we're here on the YouTube channel. You can see, I'm going to bring up the schedule here. I'll read it to you guys here on, on listening on the podcast. But, a uh, pair of games Thursday night of preseason. It's the Washington football team at the New England Patriots. You've got Pittsburgh. Take it on Philadelphia in the city of Brotherly Love, a battle for Pennsylvania. Those are your two games on Thursday. Both kick off at 7.30 Eastern. Also, you've got a trio of games on Friday. Titans at Falcons. That game kicks off at 7 Eastern. Buffalo at Detroit. 7 Eastern kick in Dallas and Arizona. They'll kick off late 7 o'clock Pacific time, kick off 10 in the East, and then an absolute just awesome slate on Saturday starting at 1 Eastern. You have the Dolphins taking on the Bears. You have the Broncos at the Vikings, Browns at Jags. We'll get our first look at Trevor Lawrence, we hope. You have the Saints at the Ravens, a battle for New York despite its being played in New Jersey, the Jets and Giants. Maybe Zach Wilson could shake off a shaky debut under the lights in East Rutherford the other night where he threw two picks in a scrimmage. Bengals at the Buccaneers at 7.30 Eastern. Texans at Green Bay. Chiefs and Niners, a matchup of a Super Bowl from a couple years ago. That game's at 8.30 Eastern. Seattle and Vegas at 9 Eastern. Chargers and Rams at 10 Eastern. Uh, 7 in the West to wrap up Saturday uh, the Saturday slate. And then one game on Sunday, August 15th, you have Carolina taking on the Colts and Darius Leonard after he just secured the bag. That game kicks off. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff in the East. So Josh Allen signs the massive contract extension. What are the expectations for the quarterback and the Buffalo Bills Now... That he's signed and secured the bag. We're going to talk to Joe Marino. Of course, locked on bills, draft dudes. He's going to join us here on the Locked On NFL podcast. First, let me tell you, did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports, they lose? Is that really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools, more time. You just don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero, the first ever... Daily fantasy sport book that puts players in control and with winning within a reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them, and it's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time, no one else does that. You are in control. Stat Hero is the DFS, the way it's meant to be one on one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. On Bo Brock, the locked on NFL podcast Monday. Excited to be here with you guys. Where you are now on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. Check out our interview with Matt Williamson, he has all the takeaways from this weekend in Canton at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not one, but two classes enshrined. Pretty impressive group of players, coaches going in. Uh, you know, speaking of which, Josh Allen signs the big. Contract extension on Friday. That was the big news of the day. This was Adam Schefter on the uh, heels of Chris Mortensen. Looks like 258 plus million dollars, including 150 million guaranteed. We're going to bring on our guy Joe Marino, locked on Bills. Joe, man, thanks for joining me, and uh, just a massive time for celebration for Bills fan in the, in the Bills Mafia.
2: Yeah, you got that right. I mean, this has been a long time coming. Where. Jim Kelly really hasn't been replaced, and he retired in 95. So Bills Mafia finally has a quarterback worth giving this type of an extension to, and obviously there's a lot of optimism about him and what he was able to do last year and what he can mean moving forward for a team that is uh, definitely on the rise and, and primed to stay as a contender for a long time with their quarterback secured. Yeah, it's interesting. You, you bring up Jim Kelly, and he's
0: their favorite uh, adopted son, and then Josh Allen might be, uh, you know, their second favorite at this point. But it, you know, in between Jim Kelly retiring, there was there was a long lull as far as, especially first round quarterbacks. You had J.P. Losman, you had E.J. Manuel. What what do you think separated Josh Allen? Was it just a tremendous skill set, or what was it?
2: Oh, there's so many things. I, I think you do have to start with the skill set, uh, size, arm, talent. Athleticism, he's tough to cover, right? He's tough to deal with. He he presents so many challenges to defenses. And even when you have everything right, might not matter because he can make a guy miss in the pocket, extend a play, and hit a target down the field. And so he's such a, a dynamic player in terms of what he does, both within the rhythm of the offense, but off script. And so that skill set gives you a chance every week where he just paints outside the lines and it doesn't matter. <laughs> And so because of what he offers, he's a true difference maker at the position physically. And then I think you look at fit in terms of not just a, a culture fit in what Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott are trying to build in Buffalo, but a city fit where I mean, you're talking about a guy who comes up on a, on a farm, right? His dad's a cantaloupe yeah. farmer. Josh <laughs> Allen said he played all the sports he possibly could in high school just so he wouldn't have to help on the farm, right? So uh, just a very blue-collar upbringing in a small town in, in California by the name of Fireball, and um, he's really earned his way. Uh, didn't have any offers coming out of uh, high school. He goes to junior college, writes an email to every coach in college football, wanting a chance, finally gets two offers, Eastern Washington and Wyoming. He goes to Wyoming, had a pretty rough career, but uh, the skill set was worth buying into. The Bills made a couple of trades up the draft board to get Josh Allen believed in themselves that they could develop him and, and turn him into a franchise quarterback. But I think his story, his upbringing, the way he plays, it just meshes well with Buffalo. And so I just feel like it's a all-around really good fit uh, from what he brings on the football field to how he fits the locker room that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean are building to how he meshes with the city of Buffalo and western New York. I just think all of those boxes are checked, and that is what really separates him than all the other guys that have come before him.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. And I want to talk about the uh, maybe the expectations on the rise here. But before that, I, I thought you made some great points, Joe Marino at Joe at the Joe Marino Draft Dudes, and of course, Lockdown Bills joins us here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. Is yeah, it, it is a blue collar town, you know, lunch pail mentality. Josh Allen fits that, but when I look at this Bills offense and the first for the first time maybe ever, it's kind of got like a, a sports car feel to it, which is odd.
2: Yeah, it's it's really odd, especially for you know us following this team for a long, long time, fans of the team, and and just knowing that, yeah, you're probably not going to have a guy that's going to lead the NFL in receiving yards, but <laughs> but they do, they yeah. they do have that. Stephon Diggs led the NFL in receptions and yards, and um, there there's a video game component to what that offense looked like last year, scoring over 500 points, the most ever in franchise history. Even those '90s Bills teams with the Hall of Famers. Andre Reid and Jim Kelly and James Lofton and Thurman Thomas, they didn't score 501 points in a season. That team last year did. And so it's it's interesting because you just you you haven't seen this caliber of offense in Buffalo. And obviously the hope is that it sustains itself for a very, very long time. But obviously the the catalyst, the, the main clog is is locked up now for a long time. in Josh Allen.
0: Looks like the uh, Bills they'll get to the luxury of a you know team friendly contract at least through 2022. Just looks like 16, just over 16 million dollars towards the cap. You're always looking at the percentage of the cap uh, and how it impacts the rest of the team. And it looks like they'll be able to continue to be uh, spend a little and, and build around Josh Allen, but with the big deal and it being reported obviously from multiple sources now, 258 and 150 million guaranteed. What does this say about the pressure of uh, competing with Mahomes and the chiefs and what are the expectations now?
2: yeah it's a really good question and before I dig into that, I will say that massive dollars right the most guaranteed money ever given to a football player in the history yeah. right so yeah. th- there's these are not small numbers but oh. the length the length of the deal being six years um, and the maneuverability that existed because he's playing this year on his rookie contract and that the fifth year extension that's six year situation, created a lot of flexibility and maneuverability within it because you could spread things out. So I do think for a for a six-year, uh, $258 million contract extension, there is good wiggle room that's been set up for the Bills to maneuver and, and, be, and be able to maintain a, a balanced roster. As far as expectations go, Bo, I think that this team sees itself as a contender and they should. Uh, and they were in the AFC championship game. Now, there was a clear difference between Where they were as a football team compared to the Chiefs. And and obviously, the Bills, I don't think, were competitive in either game against Kansas City last year. And, you know, we're talking about a team that won when it was 15 and four, you know. So it's, it's, they were, they, you know, their last stretch of games, they really showcased dominance in terms of beating some really good football teams, but they don't measure up with Kansas City. And so I do think that this does. It maintains the expectations, but I think maybe the word is it adds some pressure to, all right, we're the player that we believe in and we need you to to go after Pat Mahomes this Kansas City Chiefs team. And it's not just Josh Allen, right? The team defensively needs to play better. They have to run the football better against Kansas City. But I think that this does create this dynamic in the AFC where you know who's at the top and you're being paid very handsomely and you have a great supporting cast, you have great coaching mm-hmm. to go really at least be more competitive against Kansas City, where again, in both both tries, I don't feel like I don't feel like the Bills matched up very well.
0: You know, last question here for our guest, Joe Marino, at the Joe Marino, draft dudes and locked on bills. It we I don't you'd be hard pressed to find a guy who answered his critics as well as Josh Allen did last season, where he just improved in every area that people said he needs to improve in his accuracy yeah. and, and all those areas. So what's left now? Where, where does he need to improve to help them make that jump in 2021?
2: I, I think for Josh, it comes down to, you know, we're starting to nitpick now, right? Sure. Yeah, he, was, he was tremendous last year. I mean, number two in the MVP odds. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the year he has in Green Bay last year, we're talking about the reigning NFL MVP coming from Western New York. He was that good last year. Uh, I think you're starting to get into the weeds a little bit when you start to mention, all right, what does Josh Allen have to do to take the next step? I do think yards after catch is a big area, and you're probably wondering, okay, Joe, well, he doesn't play receiver. (laughs) Well, I think yards after catch is very much a two-way street where Josh Allen's even been honest about some of his ball placement on in-breaking routes to give his – weapons and opportunity to stay up when they catch the football and create after the catch. I mean, Josh Allen was 27th in the NFL last year in yards after catch per mm. completion. I mean, so if, uh, that's something that can come up. And so I think whether it's being a little bit more consistent with ball placement in breaking routes or just taking checkdowns more often, and we're talking about a guy that was a 69% completion percentage guy last year, so he's efficient. He's taking care of the football and, and creating completions, but I, do, I still think that he has more – opportunity to take some more checkdowns and easy completions and uh, maybe implement the screen game a bit more. I think that's a an area that the offense can evolve. So I think it's, it's those things and then it's just becoming more of a student of the game. And I'm not saying Josh Allen isn't, but he's at the point now where it's really time for him to get into the weeds with the scheme that he runs and really master it to another level and continue to grow with his teammates, but also, all right, these are the defenses that you're going to play becoming like Peyton Manning-like with, Hmm. all right, you understand personnel, you understand groupings, you understand coverage rotations, what teams are going to try to do to you, right? Like just mastering that and and obviously continuing to make sure that things that he's improved upon don't go backwards, right? And and hopefully that doesn't be the case, but uh, it's maintaining that skill set that he's developed. It's becoming a student of his offense, a student of the defenses that he's facing, and then, all right, just some minor things with taking some more checkdowns and maybe – being a little bit more consistent with your accuracy on in-breaking routes. But, um, you know, it, it's – it's uh, Josh, if 2020 is the floor, right, if, if that's mm-hmm. what Josh Allen is, right, and, and I certainly that's what the Bills think he is with the yep. money – they just gave him. I think that's where we're at when we talk about what's next for Josh Allen.
0: Certainly raised the bar, no doubt about it. Tremendous insight. Of course, you can get it on a daily basis. Locked on Bills with Joe Marino. Follow on Twitter at Marino. Read his work, TheDraftNetwork.com. Fantastic website. It's never too early for draft season. Get over there and check it out. And, of course, check him out on YouTube. And, of course, The Draft Dudes podcast. Joe, thanks so much, man. Yeah, thanks, Paul. It was an incredible weekend. The Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrined not one, but two classes into the Hall of Fame. We're going to get some takeaways from the weekend with the co host from Peacock and Williamson. Matt Williamson is going to join us here on the Lockdown NFL podcast. But first, I got to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever. Yeah, ever. That's what I'm saying. It's being taste tested against candy bars. It's just outright winning on taste. It's a protein bar that's disguised as a candy bar. It's unbelievable. Did you know Bilt Bar has nine flavors, nine delicious flavors? My personal favorite, salted caramel. You've got the salty, you've got the sweet, you've got everything you want, including the nutrition. You don't have to cut any corners there because you get 17 grams of muscle-packing protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Some flavors even have as much as 18 grams of flavor, and you only top out about 180 calories. That's not much. Order today. You can get raspberry, mint, brownie, whichever one... You like go to the website built.com use the promo code locked 15 save yourself some cash on the best tasting protein bar ever you'll get 15% off your first order use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built Dot com. You've got a full slate of preseason football this week. Why not head over to Bet Online? It's the fastest easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season also in full swing. Get all the latest news on odds, info on your sporting needs. Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, NFL, UFC, MMA. Before the next pitch, kick football bet online head over there your laptop mobile device check out the great sporting news sign up bonuses including right now if you sign up today you'll receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sports book experts it's Bo brock the locked on nfl podcast check out our other youtube video with joe marino breaking down the massive contract extension with josh allen and the buffalo bills what are the expectations now you can find that please subscribe to our new youtube channel Locked On NFL. We're going to bring on our guy now, Matt Williamson, of course, from Peacock and Williamson, our flagship show uh, right here on the Locked On NFL Podcast Network. And Matt, uh, you know, a pretty special weekend it looked like from the outside here looking in. Can you break it down for our viewers, listeners, just uh, how magical the last couple days have been? Yeah, I'm actually in the
3: car driving home from Canton as we speak. I hope I don't lose you, but it, it was been a lot of fun. I was up there for the Steelers, I I do a lot of work directly with the team, and needless to say, it was a heavy Steelers showing, I mean, quite a few guys going in from the organization, black and gold everywhere, but I mean, there were so many great players that went in, it was just a great buzz over these last two days in general, very, very cool.
0: I thought that the bust for Bill Cowher was fantastic. You had Troy Polamalu, as you mentioned, the black and yellow, well represented. As far as the speeches are concerned, anything stand out to you?
3: Uh, there were a lot of good ones. I thought Edron James was excellent. I thought Troy Polamalu was excellent. Uh, Bill Cowher was the final one last night, talking about culture a lot, which is something I'm a big believer in, and he even brought it back to you know his TV career. I thought Jimmy Johnson stood out as well. Really cool. I, I mean, just Hall of Famers of all ages going in, all the guys coming back. It's pretty dynamic, interesting environment here. I was just happy to be up here for it.
0: Matt Williamson, of course, former NFL scout, now co-host Peacock and Williamson on right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Of course, you recognize him. He used to host this very podcast back in the day, one of the OG hosts. Uh, Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, Mike Tomlin for your how, how does that uh, how do you power rank those Steelers head coaches? Yeah, amazing. I mean I was born in seventy-three,
3: a lifelong Steeler fan and now basically Steeler employee. I've seen three coaches in my whole life. Unreal. And I I think Knoll has to stand alone. I mean four Super Bowls in six years and he took over a very, very ailing franchise, to say the least. And with all respect to Coach Cower, who, I mean, many of my formative years, I was watching Steelers when Cower was in charge of the team. I think Tomlin has surpassed him. And hmm. when Ta- when Cower got in, I kind of thought that was a strong indicator that not only Tomlin, but Peyton, uh, Carroll, Harbaugh, that, that whole group of current coaches, I think all have better resumes than Cower.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a crowded crop in the next couple years whenever those guys decide to hang it up as far as the coaching ranks. Now, getting to Troy Palomalo, Matt Williamson joins us here on the Locked On NFL podcast. How did he kind of usher in the current-day NFL safety?
3: Well, extreme versatility. And what's kind of interesting, is sort of a stealer note, is two of the guys that went in this weekend, I thought Fanica and Hutchinson were clearly the premier guards of that generation. But I also thought... Paul Amalu and Ed Reed were the premier safeties of that generation, and choosing between those guys would be really difficult, but Ed was that true deep safety, take the ball away, where Paul Amalu was the blitzer, the never-know-what-he's-going-to-do. I mean, I've been around a lot of quarterbacks and players that played against Paul Amalu that said that was always priority number one, was trying to figure out what 43 was going to do on any given snap.
0: Yeah, just unreal to watch those two players play in the same division as well. The Ravens and, and Steelers matching up against each other. Peyton yep. Manning getting enshrined Sunday night as this is the Locked On NFL podcast Monday. And uh, Peyton Manning, where, where do you think he stands as far as all-time quarterbacks? I mean, is it is it tough to overcome the guy still playing down in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady? Hmm. I got to think
3: Manning's five-ish, something like that. I mean, Manning versus Rodgers is a conversation for me. Manning versus Marino, Manning versus Elway. I mean, I think I'd take Montana over those guys, but there aren't many.
0: Safe travels to Matt Williamson as he makes his way home from Canton, Ohio, where they enshrine not one but two Pro Football Hall of Fame classes this past weekend. It was fantastic. Of course, listen to Matt and Brian Peek on a, on a daily basis on the Peacock and Williamson NFL podcast. That's going to do it for me, Bo Brock, tomorrow, Lucas Braun, Ross Jackson hooking you up with all the information you need for your favorite team, night. Your favorite team. Your fantasy team, the team that means the most to you, getting you ready for fantasy football draft season. It's upon us. Also, they'll have the latest from around the NFL. Please follow along on Twitter at Locked On Network at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. of course, subscribe to our new Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Have a great rest of your Monday. Have an incredible week, and I'll talk to you next week on the Locked On NFL podcast. Did you know our guy over at Locked On Bets, Lee Sterling, nailed the Hall of Fame game? He said, take the Pittsburgh Steelers at 2.5, minus 2.5, and and also take the under. Both of them, easy money. Betting on the NFL. It doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, you'll get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.